and welcome to the Jungle's Lair podcast, where we navigate the uncharted territories of business. And I'm your host, Ed Z. And today, I want to share a personal story about overcoming adversity. It's so personal to a point where when I was creating the content here, I didn't really know if I should be delivering this. When I think about it, it puts disgust in my mouth. It's so dark and dirty and disgusting. And I don't know if I can own up to it. It puts me in a very vulnerable position, especially in front of the community of real estate entrepreneurs and other regulative bodies. But just for the audience, just for you, I decided to come forward with a story. It happened close to 10 years ago, and I'm not going to mention any names. I'm not going to mention any location, any address. Again, this is just a personal story of what really happened to me and my team leader back then. I just want to tell it as it is and just want to show you exactly how dirty or how many dirty tricks up the sleeves, dark tricks, gruesome tricks, disgusting tricks, just despicable tricks there are that people play in order to put food on the table. It's a story about how I face backstabbing, rejection, and humiliation in my career, and I came out stronger on the other side. I'm going to call this the deal that almost got away. I remember it was a beautiful day 10 years ago, 2012, 2013, and I was on top of the world. I had just closed numbers of deals with my team leader. We're making calls at 2 a.m. a night to Hong Kong, representing the property owners, representing buyers, representing back then our clients so that we can sign off on deals, close deals. We were driving over the city, signing off on paperwork. We were making bank. And I had to work hard to make that happen. One day, I was on the verge of closing the biggest deal of my life, of my career. It was so exhilarating, ecstatic. I could barely even drink any water that night. But little did I know my world was about to come crashing down. A competitor, a vulture, was eyeing the same deal. She was representing another buyer, and I was representing my buyer, and we were competing on the same house. This house was never been on the market, has never been on the market for 30 years. I came across it when I was door knocking the neighborhood. I went up, knocked the door, an older gentleman opened the door and I just said, look, I represent a buyer who want to buy your home. If you give me the time of the day, I will be happy to drop something up for you today. He said, yes. I talked to my buyer. We prepared a cash deal. For those of you who are not in the business, just simply means there's money on the table the buyer has the money ready in the bank. If the seller signs on the paperwork, the deal is done. It's smooth, it's beautiful, and it's mouth-watering. 
I did not know that I was on the verge of losing that deal. I submitted the deal that day at 6 p.m. and we only kept it open until 10 p.m. The other term for there's only four hours for the homeowner to make a decision on either they will take this offer or not. The price was one of the best in the neighborhood. Back then, all the homes were selling for $2.8 million, but my offer was $200,000 more. We had a deposit check ready, and they can close the next day if they want to, and they can move out anytime they want to. Everything is in control. Little did I know, the vulture lady, she did something behind my back I wasn't aware of. By 9.30, I called the property owner. No answer, no response. By 9.45, no answer, no response. At this time, I was nervous. It felt as though there was sweat running down my forehead again. It was so nerve-wracking. By 9.55, still no call from the seller. At this moment, I have contacted, tried to contact, message, text, or even dropping by just to try to get in touch with the property owner. Still no response. I saw the light on, door closed. I knock on the door. I see the owner coming out, the little hole through the door. Saw me, didn't say anything. Went back to the dinner. I knocked on the door again. Didn't say anything. Pretended to ignore me. I didn't know what was going on. I waited outside for 20 minutes. No response. What do I say to my buyer? What do I say to her? I don't know what to do. It was the first time that this ever happened to me. My team leader was with me back then. I was pretty lucky back then. And she didn't know what to do. The property owner wanted a good price. We offered him a good price. We offered him no conditions. We offered him to close any time. It was the best deal that anybody can dream of. If you get a deal like that on your business, on your property, on your investment property right now, you would take it in a heartbeat. You would take it in a heartbeat. But no, he played ghost. He disappeared on us. We don't know what's going on. I couldn't sleep that night knowing the fact. Again, I didn't know what was going on. I don't want to be rude. I didn't want to assault. I just went back to the office and I slept at the office table that day. I didn't sleep at all. I was so lost. Second day, there was such a huge deal. My team leader got involved. She messaged and texted the property owners. Asked what happened? What's going on? The property owner responded after a day. I just thought maybe there's a family emergency. It could be some health issues with the property owner's family. Maybe parents getting sick or the child getting sick. It's pretty normal. But no. He said something really shocking in the message. He said, thank you for your hard work, boy. My home is sold. I said, wait a second. Wait a second. This property is sold. Hold on a minute. Hold on. You didn't give me an opportunity. You didn't give me a chance. You made me work. And I didn't even get an opportunity to hear back from you. At least give me an answer. Respond to me. Again, I don't represent this property owner. I represent the buyer. This is where 
shit hits the fan. This probably owner called me back and said very politely over the phone. He said, "I know who you're working with." What do you mean you know who I'm working with? You mean my buyer? He's like, "No, I know who your team leader is." Yeah, of course you know who my team leader is. We're on the same team. We're advertised on the same team. I know who your partner is. <laughs> At that moment, I thought, "Well, of course, the whole city knows who my partner is." But what does that have to do with this deal? Please enlighten me. I need to know. I just want to know what's going on. I was desperate. I got this cash offer for you, at the price that you wanted, but more. And I give you any time you can complete the deal. I give everything that you wanted already, but more. You didn't get back to me. You broke the trust. What's going on? He said, "You know what? There's a really nice lady, that I sold my property to." This very nice lady told me all about your partner. I'm like, what? What do you mean all about my partner? He said, well, I received a letter from your buyer. I'm like, wait a second. What do you mean a letter from my buyer? That probably never happened. He said, well, it's in broken English, and she mentioned that your partner in real estate is a crook. She lies to people. She is black-hearted. And she murdered her own daughter, and I'm like, "What? Are you kidding me?" Her first of all, her daughter is like my sister; she's alive. Second of all, she never committed any crime. You think that she would still be a licensed real estate agent if she had committed crimes? There's something called a real estate board, a real estate council, and they govern that. And if she committed crimes against humanity, shouldn't she be in jail? What I said to him, put a pause on him, young man. I don't know what's going on here, but all I gotta tell you is, I sold the property. I asked him, "Did you get my offer?" He said, "Yeah, I got your offer. Did you sell for more or did you sell for less?" He wouldn't tell me. I begged for it. I asked him. I said, "It doesn't really matter now. You sold the property. You might as well tell me. If not, I'm gonna find it out." I asked him. I begged him. I said, "If you don't tell me, that's totally fine." But you sold the property already. Eventually, I'm gonna find out. It's either I get to hear it now, or I get to find out in a couple months. Please, let me know. I would love to hear the truth. He responded. He said, "Well, two hundred less." In my mind, I thought, "Man, did I just lose this deal over two hundred dollars?" I said to him, "I could have paid you cash. I could have paid you interest on the two hundred dollars, on a minute basis, a ten percent return. You could have let me know. You never responded to me. You never called me back. You just told me I, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I said, please, please, please. We have a relationship. I did work for you already. Now, what do I say to my buyer?" I need an excuse. I need something to explain to my buyer. Please do me a favor. He said, "Fine. Two hundred thousand dollars less." And I asked him this question that changed his perspective. So you took a two hundred thousand dollar loss over a fake letter, and you didn't bother to verify that. He had nothing to say. I had nothing to say.
you know, it was good doing business with you. I hope one day you will look back at this deal and know that this young man who you're talking to has already tried his best. And $200,000 is a lot of money. He hung up the phone and my heart sunk. The twist brought argument to my real estate office and I was at the center of it all. My reputation was on the line and I lost out on a five-figure income. I was so angry. I was humiliated. I was rejected and I felt backstabbed. I don't even know what to do. I felt like giving up, but I didn't give up. I knew that I had to rise above the situation and find a way to overcome this challenge. I took a step back, reflect on what happened and came up with a plan. I then realized that the only way to overcome this situation, this competitor playing dirty tricks was not to bring her down. The deal has already ended. I can either go sue her or talk to the real estate or I can make my enemy competitor very jealous by doing more deals. I realized that the only way to overcome the situation was to work harder, be better and never let my guard down again. I just focus on improving my skills. I build a network of trusted people around me and I never forgotten this lesson I had learned. And before I knew it, I was back on top, closing more deals, building my reputation as a top real estate entrepreneur in the industry. And looking back at this experience, I can see that it was the turning point of my career. It taught me adversity can be powerful. It can be struggle and that the road to success is never easy. I learned that the rejection and the humiliation are just part of the journey. And the key to overcome the obstacle is persistence and dedication. Now, there you have it. It's a story about overcoming adversity and the rise of Edzy in the face of backstab, rejection, humiliation. I just hope that this story would inspire you to never give up. You need to find strength in adversity. And I want to thank you for joining me on the Jungle's Layer podcast. Until next time, stay strong and never stop navigating the uncharted territories of this.